Hello and welcome to the Invincibles with Nidika Behel. And today in the studio, I have with me Money Goel, who's a spiritual healer, a master trainer, a clairvoyant, and the author of the book Angels' Wisdom for Your Life. Let's welcome Money to the show. Welcome, Money. Lovely to have you with us. Thank you, Nidika. It's lovely to be here. Awesome. <laughs> Why don't you, uh, Money, introduce yourself to our audiences and tell them a little bit about yourself? Okay. Well, my name is Mani Goyal. Um, I'm a spiritual healer, author of the book, as Nidhika has just mentioned, uh, Angel's Wisdom for Your Life, part one. And there are a few parts in the process coming up soon. And uh, I'm an oracle. I serve as an oracle, whereas I do, uh, I do angel readings, Akashic readings for people. Um, I'm also a master healer and founder of a variety of healing modalities like Sapphire Healing System, Akashic uh, Soul Design, which is my uh, Ak Akashic Records Readers and Healers course. I'm also an artist and a filmmaker. Awesome. Lovely. Quite a, quite a bit out there, right? Isn't it? Like too many facets. I th you know, I've read somewhere and I think this is what my dad and mom always ingrained, you know, like die empty. Mm. Uh, do whatever you want to. I mean, fulfill your dreams. And I think uh, the way I was brought up, I've never really chased uh, material success. Right. Uh, but I've really chased what I've really wanted to do and that inner sense of fulfillment and purpose. And I think that's what also shows through in my work and what I present to people. Awesome. So are you ready to get started with the interview? Sure. <laughs> awesome. So that takes us to section one called Where It All Began. So Mani, tell me, I believe you started your first job when you were very young, maybe just about 19 years of age. Yes, I was 19. I had, I had started doing my interviews and I had not even completed 19. I was like 18 and a half. And by the time I reached Hong Kong, I was 19. Wow. So you started uh, working with Cathay Pacific as a flight attendant as your first career. Yes, yes. Yes. And then you moved to Hong Kong, as you rightly yeah. said. And then you started, uh, you actually eventually even had a master's in international relations and you wanted to have an academic career. Yes. With a PhD and everything, yeah. right? Then what really happened that turned you to healing? Yeah, uh, yeah. Also to elaborate on it, after my master's, I also served, had a brief stint as an aviation analyst. Oh, wow. Where okay. I used to contribute to, you know, like one of uh, some topmost aviation uh, publications mm -hmm. and uh, like a uh, lot of aviation uh, uh, yeah, publications. And then I wanted to go for a PhD, yes. But uh, as I would say, I think divine intervention happened. Right. I was stopped in my tracks. I was already sending my applications for PhD. I was waiting for universities to get back to me. Some of them uh, had got back to me and I was just on the process of filling my forms. And there were quite a few options. Um, but, uh, you know, I, at the same time, when I was actually just to kind of elaborate a little bit right. on this, uh, I was also, while I was going, planning to go for my PhD and higher studies and wanted to work for the UN and serve, uh, serve right. people in that capacity, you right. know, um, uh, I was also going through a lot of turmoil in my personal life okay. on the personal front. Uh, at the same time, because the turmoil on my personal front was so uh, massive, it affected my parents' health. I'm oh an only my. child. Right. So obviously, you know how Indian parents yes. are. Yes. Uh, they have, uh, they really worry about you. And, you Correct. know, that is the biggest purpose in life after you grow up. Like, Especially for, if you're the only child. Yeah. I think it's very intense, the relationship, yeah. right? So while I was going through a personal upheaval in my life, 
my mom had a stroke Ouch. uh my dad had had to undergo bypass surgery so you know a lot of things happened and around the same time while i was actually sending out my applications and planning to leave kathay and you know probably go to the us maybe colombia or perhaps in us or australia or uk i was just kind of trying to uh, figure out through my you know be, which options correct, were correct. there i actually had a massive around in amidst all this i actually ended up fracturing my spine ouch uh, yeah i had an accident and the doctors actually thought i'm going to end up in a wheelchair oh uh, you know uh, it, that accident could have left me paralyzed for life and uh, so i think that's what happened that's how divine intervened in right. my life and stopped me from going for a phd and pursuing an academic career because soon after that my spiritual journey took over right. and took precedence in my life and opened up new vistas or you know new avenues for me and right that's how <laughs> amazing so tell me uh, mani i believe you had a lot of spiritual encounters before you know uh, in the process of starting your spiritual journey is that right before you realized maybe that you know there was something special about you yeah you know clairvoyance and so and so forth so do you recall any particular incident which left a major impact on you you mean spiritual encounter or my awareness of me being a clairvoyant so um initially let's start with your spiritual encounter and we'll move to the uh, you know yeah. your experience of being uh, a clairvoyant yes i i've had a few as you mentioned and as i've also shared with you off camera but the one that has stood out and that has, that prop really spurred me on this path was uh, you know the way i met my root guru who's okay. a very well known internationally acclaimed uh, buddhist rinpoche okay. uh, you know buddhist teacher and he has uh, centers all over the world but uh, you know for us indians and i was born a hindu Correct. of course right now i live very non denominationally i believe all faiths are one right. and everything but i was born a hindu so i've had i wasn't really exposed to buddhism as such and right. in india we are not that well exposed to Correct. buddhism unless and until you really happen to travel to uh, you know tibet or Correct. you go to leh or maybe or, even himachal or himachal or you know you go to the mountains and then Correct. you darjeeling and Correct. all then you get exposed to the monasteries right. otherwise you know you lead such a protected life correct are uh, you just uh, in those boundaries uh, so i was already in hong kong and as i mentioned earlier i was going through all this turmoil so after my fracture happened and i knew my parents are not so well and they were at that time in india they were not in hong kong and i couldn't see them and i was like really praying to god i said this is the time i've never asked you for help i know you're always there taking care of me but right now i need your help i need your guidance send me a mentor and at that time i was really asking god to send me a mentor and it so happened i was actually uh, i had taken up a course which was landmark forum which was like okay. 15 16 years ago yeah and uh, i have we had a meeting you know like a follow up meet like a follow up yeah, yeah, yeah. In, correct in, in yeah landmark forum we yes. have used to have that so i was actually after returning after that follow up meet and i was just saying bye to my friends uh, you know from the fo- uh, from that uh, meet and uh, if you've been to hong kong the main road the queens road mm-hmm. uh, i used to live on mid levels okay. and uh, right in the middle of queens road there are escalators on the street you okay. know and you go up the escalators and then there are different roads and then mine was high up and all that so i was actually saying bye to my friends who were going out for a drink and i was just like and i was just on my way to get on the escalator right to go up and to go back home and as i said bye something caught my eye i returned i uh, you know i uh, turned back yeah. yeah i turned back 
and i realized it was like a non uh, you know it was like a white guy wearing right. all white right. later i realized it's a french person and he had this thick mala it was like a rudraksh mala i wow. don't remember and it was that mala that had caught my eye it was hmm. so shiny so this guy this gentleman actually smiles at me hmm. is like hello in his french accent and i'm like i got a bit conscious i'm right. like he thought you know i he'll think i'm checking him out or something <laughs> uh, he's good looking he's actually a very good friend of mine now uh, you know <laughs> so i'm like no i'm just looking at your mala so he's like oh you like it and then he started having a conversation with me in the right. middle of this busy hong kong road and normally i don't entertain strangers so right. i found it very funny uh uh So I was like, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm Indian and all that. And I started walking up, and he sta- and he was also go- apparently he was going also up. going on the same way. So he's like, oh, you know, uh, I just I don't know why I feel like sharing with you that I I'm actually uh, got this mala from my guru, and he's a Buddhist teacher, and he's coming tomorrow for a sermon. If you would like, you're most welcome to attend, Join. and I'll ask the monastery people to send you the center people. to send you the address and you can just give me your phone number i said no i don't share my phone numbers like this you know right. <laughs> so it's like no no it's okay or you can you know he gave me his number he said you can call me tomorrow and then if you'd like to join and he's a very well known buddhist teacher so i was like oh yes i was looking for a mentor and at this point in my life i could do with some spiritual blessings and normally i was not the person who would go and follow gurus right but somehow when he spoke about this person i felt that okay i should go and meet him right. so that was like in inner calling yeah. chale to jaate dekh to leke yeah dekh to le you know jaake to maine finally uska number liya this guy is now a good friend his name is patrick and uh, next day i called him and then he was in the center and he's very close to this particular guru and he's like he forwarded me to these people i finally went to the center center me when i went there was this whole ceremony was going on like a puja you know like everyone is chanting Correct. and a lot of those chanting was om mani padme hum what we hmm. call om mani padme hum but it's like in tibetan it's om mani padme hum so i joined it and i felt at peace later towards the end of the session and people were asking okay who wants to i all i could hear was who wants to do something like raise their hand <laughs> so i raised my hand thinking what they are asking for is who wants to get blessings Correct. from the main guru Correct. and he seemed like very beautiful you know he was like a laughing buddha even if oh, i show sweet. you the image of my root guru he really looks like a laughing buddha is chubby he's always smiling his eyes are full of like naughtiness right and uh, he's a wonderful being and i was like yes i want to go you know and take his blessings and i raised my hand and finally they called me and there was a procession you know like uh, you go a particular way and you go through all the lamas and finally you go to the main guru and then he cuts a strand of your hair and he gives you a name and i'm like ha ah, okay so i didn't even realize i'm being giving a buddhist name wow. and what i was actually doing was taking a refuge in buddhism Amazing. but that's what happened mm. uh, bec- and i realized that only when everyone started in the room started congratulating me on that oh welcome to the family i'm like what what, what is family? it what family <laughs> yeah so it's like no you're a buddhist now and i started crying it's like no i'm a hindu <laughs> i can't be a buddhist and then finally what happened was as soon as the guru like the srimpoche he walked by like i saw him and tears just started flowing down my eyes oh. and i'm like of course part of it was also because i didn't understand why What? i suddenly become buddhist Correct. but more of it was because i'm crying just seeing him hmm. like why am i crying i'm seeing him i need to meet this gentleman you hmm. know um 
So finally, some of the lamas led me to his room and I spoke to him and I'm like, I don't know why, but I'm crying. I can't stop crying when I look at you. What's happening? Like, don't worry, dear. These are blessings. Are you from India? Said, yeah, I'm from India. So no Indian girl comes here. It's only full of Chinese. You should come here more often. (laughs) You know, I said, okay. And then I shared with him. I told him, I said, Rinpoche, I'm going through this tough time and all this. I shared a little bit about what what was happening in my life. And I was like, I'm an only child. And uh, I really feel I need some support, you know, like spiritual support. So he put his hand on my head and he told me, don't worry, you have me now. And after that, the tears would just not stop. Mm. And uh, he was like, now I'll take care of you. And it's not uh, from this lifetime. You're crying because you know me from before. Wow. Wow. And as soon I mean, I'm getting goosebumps when you say that because it's something that you wouldn't normally experience no. right I and that was my first experience about reincarnations past lives and right. all that you know right. um so i was like really i know you from before I said yeah otherwise why would you come you know no indians come here <laughs> this is hong kong <laughs> indians go to temples indians don't come to buddhist centers right like hmm, interesting yeah Amazing. So it was very, yeah, that was very, that was a very mystical experience. So One te- of the first. Wow, wonderful. So tell me, tell me something. When did you first realize that you're clairvoyant? And what did you do to allow yourself to blossom that further? Okay. Actually, when I first realized, I didn't even know this was called clairvoyance. <laughs> you know, now, of course, I talk about it and I teach people about, uh, you know, heightening their clairvoyance uh, right. and all that. Right. But that time I just had these experiences and this was even before this experience, like spiritual experience. Okay, so it had already started. It was, I think, always there. Okay. Uh, Because I think even as a child, now I realize what it was. I could see things. Mm. So Mm. I used to be very scared of going into a dark dark room. room. So I used to be one of those, you know, actually I'm not that meek. I'm not that timid. But I used to be very scared of darkness, darkness because I used to feel I can see things. Mm, mm. Okay. So my cousins, I was always like, they always used to tease me and they used to like push me in this dark room where they yeah, were they pranks, you know, on, play you, pranks yeah. on me and all that. Uh, so I think it was there. And I used to have like, I sometimes even as a child and a young adult, I used to certain sometimes blurt out things which would happen. Right. So prof, now, of course, I know that's called prophesizing Prophes- or being right. an oracle. Right. Right. So it used to happen and uh, uh, the first time I probably, I don't know, it did come as a, of course, the fact that I'm a clairvoyant came when I started on my spiritual journey and all that. You probably started understanding what was happening. I understood what was happening and this is actually called clairvoyance. This is actually called seeing things and all that. Correct. But I think I've always had these encounters of being able to see things, being able to know things about people. Even as a flight attendant, if I can briefly share an experience. Uh, You know, when we are, when we are doing long haul flights. Right. So uh, there's a rest period, obviously, when during the time when passengers are asleep and it's night flight. Uh, For flight attendants, we have a practice, especially in Cathay and I think all airlines, we have a practice that we are still on duty, but we will just pull out some cushions and just sit on, you know, pull out oven inserts and just sit and chat because everyone is fast asleep and all that. So during that time, once uh, it of course, I have many such incidences, but this one stands out because I really scared my colleague off. Right. Uh, so she was, uh, so we were all chit-chatting and we were just kind of uh, whiling away our time and talking about our boyfriends and husbands <laughs> and all that. 
so before uh, so someone has just uh, so you know we were uh, so someone has just shared and before another person could share i just uh, you know look at her like this is everything okay he beats you too much right just leave him oh my god and i didn't know what i am talking about and she looks at me huh acha because in chinese you know right. i was like supervisor so right. i'm like the big sister so in chinese right. the uh, you know uh, they address your supervisor or like a big sister acha so acha huh? are you a witch so <laughs> because i i'm like i don't know i'm sorry i'm really sorry but it just came out of my mouth uh, <laughs> and i was so apologetic after that yeah. how do you know so she was uh, so this lady she was a guest my crew my junior crew she was a guest that i could say share something or see Which something she probably never shared with she's anyone she's never shared with anyone and of course i was like what have i said why did it come out of my, my mouth, mouth like this right right and then of course on my return flight she's probably shared it with other crew and they were asking me tell us also something tell us also <laughs> something so this was long before all this happened Right. but i just shrugged it off i just shrugged it off as my intuition you know right 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 so tell me how did you take on this giant decision of stepping out of your high flying corporate career with cafe like <laughs> one of the companies everybody wants to work for in the uh, in that field Stop. at least right and move into a world of healing and arts right you said filmmaking i'm sure it must have been extremely hard for you so how it was you... hard uh, it was i think it happened naturally mm-hmm. uh it was like a na- pro- because there were so many things that were happening which spurred me in that direction it just right. happened naturally but when i look back i think it was a very brave decision i think a big leap of faith big is required right faith. saying that Huge. i'm going to give up all that i built in last 20 years and now i'm going to go into yeah. something great you know yeah. something crazy to other people because at least because my right? first employer they are one of the best employers to Correct. work with Correct. you know uh, and we led honestly from a from being a very protected childhood i had actually signed up for being a very for a very product, product, uh, protective adulthood and work right. because they really take care, care of, of you care of the employees yeah you don't have to look for anything anywhere else right so you know it's almost like you're signing up for a for a paid uh, of course the job is tough and is demanding and takes right. a toll on you and all that but uh, you're really signing up uh, for a for a lot of uh, uh you know perks so to speak because first of all travel and all that and it's a very it's a it's a glamorous job it's uh, you make a lot of friends but uh, i don't know because my spiritual calling was so strong nothing right. could stop me uh, from just uh, saying goodbye eventually and also i think my physical uh, as i said i had met with an accident right and that also played a role Uh, in it that made it easier because i realized every time i was flying i was falling sick got it uh so i think that was a sign for think, me that I'm, i think the the world the universal world or universal the uni- energy yeah, the universal energies were already, already taking me away from, from something correct. which logically speaking was one of the best jobs a young person, person could, could actually ask for right you know right So tell me money apart from all of these uh, amazing things that happened to you I think one of the saddest thing that happened for you was when your parents both parents were ill and they were fighting debilitating diseases when um, I think you were back and forth between India and Hong Kong taking care of them nursing them literally like a mother because you're the only child so you know there was no way of shifting responsibility no, there no. and uh, within a year a span of one year you lost one after another yeah right i'm yeah one and a half years one and a half yeah. years right so i'm sure it must have been um, 
very very tough and i think i don't even know if i want to say tough i think I multiple think, emotional meltdowns must have happened right i think words can't express what you go through so it's really difficult for me to put it in words even now until today i can't share you know even on father's day mother's day yeah i can't put up pictures of my parents because words are not enough right uh, it's only what's within in my heart right uh, you know and um, people who know me closely they know what i was to my parents and what right. they were to me uh, they were really like more than my parents to me they were like soulmates right uh, and and my mom used to tell me like are you are my soulmate how sweet and they used to live their life you know even my close friends from flying uh, career um, i mean they knew that my parents actually lived for me and uh, yeah it was very difficult words really can't express but uh, now i feel also my spiritual journey helped me right uh, also the you know the and uh, the probably i don't i don't want to call it spiritual progress but the path that i was on and both of my parents are very highly spiritual people as well wow. they were really ascended souls if i can use this jargon you sure, know sure sure Uh, well, they give birth to you, so they have to be special. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I really don't know. Um, I wouldn't want to put it that way. But uh, yes, I think they took on some lessons, and I feel that the only, of course, it's painful to lose any close Absolutely. and loved one, and that too to lose a parent, and right. that too to lose both your parents. Of course, it's like a double whammy. Right. So I have gone through times when I really gave up on my healing career. Uh, especially after my dad passed i was like you can't do this to me i was really having a conversation with god right like you you've put me on this path and i know that you put me on this path you can't make me go through this and if i have to serve people you have to put me in a balanced state of mind my right. life has to be a little bit okay and feel balanced and in equilibrium what is this why are you making me go through this and you know so i have gone through that why me moments as well and uh, of course uh, uh, eventually you realize you realize uh, the deeper truths right and it's taken it took me time to realize the deeper truths and uh, also the impermanence of all things right and uh, you know uh, sometimes uh, it these things happen and you have to uh, take them uh it just because i have i have all the spiritual background or just because i'm a healer does not mean that life is going to be all cushioned up for me and actually people who are on a uh, spiritual path with integrity if you look around they're probably made to go through uh, higher challenges yeah because they have to teach through example absolutely uh, and know? there's nothing better than personal example and personal pain yeah first hand experience is something totally different yeah. Yeah. So I uh, now I feel that my parents were teaching me through that also because I really left my work. My book was out. I right. was promoting it at that stage. I was it was out and successful in Hong Kong, and I was actually promoting it in India at that time and was doing well. But I actually left everything halfway through to take care of my mom because she had suddenly gotten bedridden. Right. And she was a healer herself, and she used to take care of people, you know, and all right. that. Right. And it was very uh, sudden. and uh, i realized that uh, she was actually teaching me through her illness Amazing. because my path is also to deal people with uh, you know to take care of people who had suffering with critical illnesses right. and even earlier people used to come to me during you know uh, during the final stages or when the illness has really become uh, very severe right and but i had never had that first head experience 
But now I've had that. I know I can empathize. I can also empathize with the caretakers right. of people who suffer from these debilitating. Absolutely. The family members. Because, you know, their whole world revolves around that person. And when the person goes, it's such a vacuum. You don't know what to do with yourself yeah. anymore. And also during that time, you're going through so much personal Absolutely. trauma. Because you put your life on hold to take care of, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, I know of a lot of people who do that. Even wives, young couples I've seen. Correct. Where one of the partners is actually suffering from a critical illness. And the husband or the, the other partner. It could be wife or the husband. Right. Sometimes, of course, the partners don't care. But in really, you know, in really, when the relationships are really strong and Correct. positive and Correct. I integrity, then people do take time out Absolutely. and quit their jobs and really taking care of uh, their partners or their loved ones. And I think they also need support. So. Right. I think part of the money healing initiative in the coming days or in coming months, th because this is what now I'm planning to build up on. Right. To build like a support group. Awesome. So I need to ask you all about that. And we're going to move right into our section sure. two, which is called the Midas Touch. So Mani, tell me, you know, I have to use my cue cards for this because I don't want to get it wrong. Sure. You are the founder of multiple healing modalities like Sapphire Healing System, Atlantis and Lemurian Healing, as well as Healing and Ascension with Angels. You're also an Akashic Records reader. Could you share with our viewers what these modalities are all about and what can one hope to achieve through them? Wow. <laughs> okay. Um... Okay, let me start with the Akashic Records first. Okay. okay. Uh, Akashic Records, uh, the reason I'm starting it uh, with Akashic Records because one of it's a modality which is attracting a lot of people these days. Right, right. Akashic Records as a, con as a realm. Uh, it is a consciousness realm. Right. You know, it is a higher realm uh, which is really pulling people now. Uh, because as you know, we are going through the Aquarian Age of Ascension yes. and people are now choosing to live more mindfully, Correct. whether they're following a guru, a robed guru or not, or whether yes. they're just going inwards right. uh, to live more mindfully in That's a more right. meditative manner or whatever. People are looking to connect with higher, uh, you know, things which are not available earlier right. or which were considered taboo earlier. So Akashic realm, uh, Akashic modality comes to us at this time okay. when we are probably ready to, in a more state of readiness so to receive it. More for the people in the 5D, would you say? Um, or higher? Uh, 5D, it brings you to 5D. Okay. So you could be a 4D person still. Right. But, uh, you know, a four-dimensional. Right. And uh, just for your viewers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Because I suddenly got into that mode. And I mean, I good, good you mentioned that, yes. Uh, so, you know, so they could still be going through the four-dimensional and that living with separation and the greed mindset and competitive right. mindset. But at the same time, the consciousness is already ready to ascend because there's uh, plenty of spiritual work that has been done through previous lifetimes Correct. and even in this lifetime. Correct. A lot of our challenges also put us, that's Absolutely. also spiritual work, Absolutely. you know. So Just following the guru and touching uh, their feet is not spiritual Correct. Correct. Uh, journey, you know. Yeah. Even our challenges put us on that. Absolutely. Right? Yes. That's transformative. Correct. Correct. Uh, uh, so... I really believe in that. We have to be our own gurus first and foremost. Yes. And uh, so Akashic Records modality can be learned. So uh, through, you know, even when you are in that mode, in okay. that state of consciousness. Okay. By default, people who come to this modality, even when I'm doing workshops in India, 
or internationally are people who've already done a lot of work on themselves. That, yeah. it, it's not a modality that can appeal to someone who's not never done, yeah, you know. It won't even resonate with it them. It won't resonate yeah, with them. Yeah. It is that higher realm. Okay. Uh, it is also knowledge realm. It is a wisdom realm. Got it. So a lot of authors, a lot mm, of filmmakers, mm. people who have the life purpose to teach and inspire others come to this modality because by through this modality, you're connecting to a divine, uh, you know, wisdom and information. You're also connecting to your higher self right. that can impart your spiritual wisdom. Oh. Wow. to share your work with Amazing. people you know so you're you really start living multi-dimensionally once you start getting connected to akashic records it's not just being a clairvoyant and opening up your third eye it. it's a lot wider than that wow Okay. Yeah. So, so you know I mean this akashic records is amazing but um, you know so can anybody access them or does it require some special skills or... uh, yes you uh, anybody can access it obviously I have done I do a lot of these group uh, sessions, you right. know, two hours where I guide people How to uh, do through it. a meditate through a guided meditation, and I guide them to connect to their own akashic records. So oh, we are lovely. actually doing a group, but uh, through a guided meditation, each individual in that group is connecting. Okay. Uh, and the, those those uh, I've done sessions for like 50, 40 strong audience. You oh, know, wow. uh, uh, and everybody is able to everybody connect? yeah can connect. Yeah. How nice is that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, through the guided process. But of course, there's a process where I also encourage people to have a particular question so that they can come back with a question, right. answer and all that. Uh, so yes, everybody can connect under guidance. Also, if you are already a medita uh, meditator, you right. have a spiritual practice, then there's a possibility already connecting to Akashic Records. Ah, it's just you that know, you don't know You that. just don't know. You know, a lot of times, for example, you're an author. Now, it is very possible that when you were going through your challenges, you were like asking God for help. And then you started getting visions of writing this book because you were actually unbeknownst to you were connecting to a higher realm. I and agree. that, you know, yeah. can I officially tell you something which I've never told anyone? I read my own book for inspiration because sometimes when I read it, I'm like, dude, did I write this? I don't I even know. <laughs> I don't know who wrote this. I think no, that's why I mentioned it to you. Sometimes it's shocking because it's, I don't even feel like they're my words. I don't even yeah. speak like that. Because like, it's a download from a higher yes. realm. Yes. And yeah, when I look at you, I know that you are someone who are so ready for this. You know, <laughs> you just have to, yeah, this like the Kashik records are there for you to connect to, you know. Right, yeah. right. Amazing. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if I may mention a lot of artists. Right. You know, like filmmakers. Creative people. Creative people. Because, you know, we've all heard or we get into the zone. Like, yes. Then the mu then it comes. And when we're talking about Goddess Saraswati blessing us. Correct. Or sometimes we, you know, because I work with the angelic realm, uh, we, uh, we I mentioned Archangel Sandal Fawn who helps artists and right. uh, musicians. So these higher beings are actually inhabiting the akashic realm right this is where most of them are, are their presence are so they are connecting through you know through the akashic records got it and they are downloading whatever they are whatever creation is happening through them amazing amazing yeah. so tell me like look as an aki do be aapke life mein likha hua hai. so can akashic records be changed uh yes uh again uh i would again uh have to elaborate a little bit on this because it's a very deep question actually if you really go into it we are born with a certain samskara which right. from samskaras or prarat lekar aate hain right. based on our past life Correct. based Karma. on where the soul has been and all that right a uh, lot of times you're also carrying certain things from the past like soul memory Got it. Hmm. you know hmm. uh, hmm. jaise ki 
suppose someone was a monk in a previous mm-hmm. lifetime mm-hmm. so they're used to asking people for alms right. or uh, you know used to living in a state of uh, how do i say uh, not poverty but giving up yeah. you know what i mean to yeah. paisa bhiksha li aur fir usko khane pe kharch kiya baki unko kuch nahi chahiye correct correct uh, i come from a warrior yeah. background <laughs> yeah so you know and then we carry those soul memories yes, even much. in the current lifetime even though we don't need to correct to is tarah ke jo challenges kai bar aate hain hamare life mein ki i get people ki hamare abundance blocks bahut hain hum mehnat karte ja rahe hain karte ja rahe hain but the results are not coming in then i look into their akashic records and of course uh, sometimes even i don't even need to go to their akashic records i can just tell them like this i said right. because you were a monk or you were a nun or this or that mm. you're not used to having this money so you feel guilty about having money right so ye aapka soul memory hai then hum akashic records mein jaake un challenges ko un cords ko we can cut and heal them oh wow lekin kuch cheeze aise hoti hain jo hamari हम लिख के आए हमारी सोल ने डिसाइड किया है दैट वी हैव टू गो थ्रू दिस फॉर एग्जांपल यू नो हाउ डू आई पुट इट मे बी समटाइम्स वी फिनिश कर्मा फॉर एग्जांपल आई कुड ब्रिंग एन एग्जांपल ऑफ अ लाइफ पार्टनर राइट बिकॉज आई हैव आल्सो बीन मैरिड बिफोर राइट सो फॉर एग्जांपल वी कैरी सर्टेन थिंग्स आर सोल हैज डिसाइडेड कि हमें पुराने जन्म का हिसाब किताब क्लियर करना है बिकॉज फ्रॉम नाउ ऑन आई डोंट वॉन्ट टू कैरी एनी प्रीवियस डेथ्स right so we choose to you mm. know of course in this lifetime it will be like a beautiful romance and all that <laughs> but the soul level we are choosing yes. to do this because we want to finish off the karma right. and the karmic debt right aur jaise karma khatam hota hai the marriage will break you, mm. you it and sometimes the mar- sometimes we need reasons but sometimes right. there may not be a reason yeah. and the soul is worried ki yaar there's no reason for me to break out mm. break up and mm. get out of this relationship or a marriage or mm. whatever it is uh, a friendship it could be as Absolutely. well and i understand beautifully what you're saying money because when i was going through my divorce you know on the outside somebody would ask me what is wrong and you know jo duniya ko galat lagta hai usme se kuch bhi nahi tha but somehow it was not working huh. you know and there was no logical way huh. to explain why this decision is being made so i completely True. understand what you're saying you know what i mean or to is tarah ke kai bar hum jo prarabh ya kuch lekar aate hain past life ka aur ya karma to sometimes you have to go through that right because it is also kind of a our training ground to bring us on a higher level got it uh, you know certain challenges are have their part of our akashic records which a healer may not play god you know you can't play god as a healer that's right end of the day whether you're dealing with whatever modality uh, you are just a medium so right. we through a akashic record and any other modality i always tell my clients and people who come to me even my students that we are not here to play gods we are mediums we are the channel between god the highest wisdom the highest source energy and the person Lovely. who's approached us and everything is happening through us thought. Yeah, so nice. whatever is ready to be healed will be healed whatever is ready to be revealed will be revealed how nice i love the way you put that <laughs> so tell me in your experience what kind of problems and challenges do people come with these days these days um different kinds you know uh and actually there's a pattern like if i'm teaching in a particular place or a city there's a pattern you know right. people so suppose if uh, now i'm pretty active in india mm-hmm. so in india uh, most lot of people come with um, partner uh, you know partners issues uh, issues yeah, yeah. abundance issues yeah. success ke issues se bahut sare log aate hain 
Which is in a human body. So Nidhika ki soul is worth Nidhika hai. Last time a warrior princess thi. Pishle hmm. kisi me ek Egyptian queen thi. So whatever your soul has put out there right. is there in your records. Right. Okay. And a, a, an Akashic record a teacher or a healer or a master reader can actually access, but can only access what is going to be revealed. Right. I cannot intervene. The the access is granted through the wisdom and the, through the wish of the devas and the custodians of Akashic records. Lovely. Got it. Okay. So, aise aate hain log. To kai bar kya hota hai? I don't need to uh, go through their Akashic records. I don't mm, need to go mm. through their past life also. Then I tell them, look, you're carrying some abundance blockages mm, because mm. the thoughts, your thoughts are rooted in guilt. Sometimes through childhood, we are told, you know, ki, especially in India, mein, mm, ye mm, ek pattern. We are learning to grow that money is not a good thing. Those who have money, they are bad programming, I think, our Bollywood picture because villains have more money. And villains have more hot, suits, tuxedos, right? So, they programming social conditioning. So, it's not always about like going into your past life. Right. Sometimes childhood traumas can also spur certain things, certain actions. So if we switch it, then our actions will change. So Akashic records modulate. So for that, I give people affirmations. Got Sometimes there are some mantras, so I mantra a mantra, I practice and also do a healing for them. Okay, nice. Yeah. So tell me if somebody wanted to learn about Akashic Records yeah. and you know I was going to come to that <laughs> but they're a beginner and they uh, may not be necessarily true for me but you huh. know for somebody who's just a complete beginner yeah, yeah, yeah. Nahi huh, kya hai, and they want to start this journey of self-discovery and healing hmm. so do you take uh, classes and workshops yeah to also teach yeah because you said you do sessions yeah 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 but do you also teach you mean Akashic Records yeah uh, Akashic Records and any other... Yeah, yeah, I teach all the modalities that okay. I'm the founder of. Actually, I don't teach uh, modalities which are already prevalent. Okay. So, even though I'm a master Reiki practitioner, right. I don't attune people to Reiki. Got it. Or I don't, uh, I, even though I, you know, because these are very... See, we all, when you're on a healing path, we all start with Reiki, Pranic Correct. healing and all that. Reiki as well, <laughs> yes. Uh, and eventually, my guidance was always, uh, I always started getting downloads about my own modalities. Okay. So it was not like I'm not trying to be aggressive or anything or no, I have to put my modality. It doesn't have to do You know, I have to put my brand in. Okay. Yeah. So it was not like that. It's These downloads came. So I was guided. So when Sapphire Healing System is a healing modality that came to me, it was presented. And I was even present, I was even given how I have to dress. 
when I'm teaching that modality. And How beautiful. Yeah. Really? And I was given a lot of signs and symbols. Amazing. Oh, uh, yeah. But I haven't not really taught. I've only taught some small groups in Hong Kong who were ready because it's a modality to deal with critical illnesses. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, it's a very advanced healing modality. The energy downloads are very high. Got so it. obviously people have to be in that readiness also to be able to, to, be able to download, transmit yeah, that yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. energy, you know. To be a medium for it. To be a medium for it. So all those things. So of course for basic level, I do teach people. A lot of people ask me for meditations. So for the basic level, I teach people like chakra healing. Okay. Uh, you know, that's a two Easy days one. programs mm. uh, program. Then I also do relationship healing. Mm. So that's another, that's a, that is not, I don't teach people, but that is like a healing uh they go through a healing workshop Got it. to heal their relationship or whatever. It could be relationship with self. It could be relationship with, with money, else. with somebody else or Got whatever it. you have, you know. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, you know, for someone who's never been to a healer and if they came to you, yeah. what can they expect in their first session with you? In my first session, if they've never been to a healer, <laughs> then I think I would spend at least 15 end up spending at least 10-15 minutes mm -hmm. uh, explaining to them how this works. Right. Uh, you know, and a lot of times, uh, especially in India, people think that when they are going to a healer or any kind of a spiritual practitioner, it's a cure-all. Mm -hmm. And I really tell people, uh, you know, of course, there are people who function differently like they, but I think that's not really being an in integrity. Right. So my... Uh, I think the way I function is I tell people that, look, I'm serving as a medium. Right. I might be an advanced practitioner. I might be an advanced teacher. But end of the day, I'm still not here to play God for anyone. Right. So everything is in the higher will and the will of the person. Right. Uh, you know, how are their samskaras around them? How's the karma around them? Got How's that. the family karma? How's all that? Right. So I do try to get, I mean, uh, you know, if it's a relationship thing, then I do try to get a background of their family and all that. And I also do energetic healing. I also give them affirmations. But okay. I do take time to explain it to them how it works, that it's really not me doing the work, but it's a universal divine energy. Right, right, <laughs> you know? right. Uh, Amazing, Mani. It's been so lovely talking to you, but I have lots of other questions. Okay. So I'm going to go through segment three, which is called In a Minute. And that is our traditional rapid fire round. So, okay. you know, it is, uh, you know how it works, right? I'm scared. What? <laughs> no, you don't have to be. One word or okay. a sentence, whatever comes to your Even mind. sentence? Yeah, but like a short, short okay, sentence, okay. okay? So, we start quickly? Yes. Yeah, all right. Your life in three words. Oh, my life in three words. Okay. I would say I'll start from the beginning. Um, fairy tale. Okay. <laughs> Roller coaster, adventure, and uh, sorry, that's three. So, fairy tale, adventure, fulfilling. How sweet. All right. <laughs> what one piece of advice would you give to your younger self? Ah, I would like to get some advice <laughs> uh, to be slimmer. Slimmer? <laughs> no, okay. no, but uh, to my advice to my younger self would be to walk away from friendships, relationships that are not serving your highest and greatest good. Wow. Soon enough. Wow. Don't drag on for too long. Yeah, I think a lot of people drag on. I dragged on for quite long. Yeah, my younger self could have done better by not dragging on. Yeah, I can understand. What are the essential ingredients of an effective spiritual healer? Oops. Okay. Uh, I would say something which I mentioned a time and again during this conversation. Right. 
I think one of the first and foremost, I would say, is egolessness. Mm. So, of course, some we have we are living in this material world, in this earthly realm. We have to look the part and all that. You know, we have to take care of ourselves. Abundance, chahiye. Take, uh, you know, all that. But I think it's the a good and authentic healer should really come from that space that he or she is not doing anything. Right. He or she is really Just being medium. an empty channel. Yeah, and it. that's when it's, uh, you know, it's more effective. And when they start owning everything, that's when I realized I've met some very gifted people. But I realized because of the ego, when the ego sets in, or ego also plays different roles, not just in terms of pride. Sometimes ego is also fear and mm. self-judgment. Mm. Mm. So in issues, your gifts dilute. Either you kind of become too arrogant about it or sometimes you stop yourself. Okay, so that was a paragraph, okay? So we'll stick to one word and <laughs> oh, okay, one line. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, so let's go. Um, what's your vision as a healer or a spiritual guide? My vision? For myself? Yeah, could be. Uh, to be as authentic and in integrity. Okay. And in inspirational I would say okay if you had the power to solve one and only one problem in the world what would it be and why only one yeah really <laughs> okay if only one then I would say the way we treat nature and I think that's leading to this multitude of issues right even especially in a country like India it makes me really sad I mean right. I think that movement hasn't really caught on with us correct so much Agreed. and it needs Absolutely. to the way we treat our mountains our Himalayas mm. you know we have the most potent spiritual uh, family here but we just don't uh, respect it and value it enough our oceans <laughs> so that makes me very sad what is the greatest lesson you have learned impermanence wow if you found a way to time travel, where would you go? Egypt. Egypt? Ancient Egypt, not this one. Yeah, yeah, correct. Ancient correct. Egypt or Atlantis, one of the two. So, dono mein hamara connection pakka, I'm quite sure. Pakka <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what are the top five priorities in your life? Top five priorities, okay. Uh, you know, I, I've learned, I'm trying to find that balance between giving and receiving. So my priorities have changed now. Um, Self-nurturing, mm -hmm. that is number one at the moment. Right. Self-nurturing. Then uh, writing. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I left my books are, you know, books right. are our babies, but I left my baby halfway. Uh, so writing. Um, working as in bringing money healing to the level where it should be. Right. And... Uh, also, another one is to be able to find the right partner. Right. That's number four. Number five would be travel more. Okay. Take awesome. more holidays, you know, like <laughs> I'm a workaholic. So I'm kind of telling myself to, to rest uh, a little as well, right? Yeah. Awesome. All right. You mentioned about your book being left in the middle. So I'm going to ask you the last rapid fire question. Okay. Your next book. Journey Through Akashic Records. That's How the one I'm working wonderful. on right now journey through Akashic Records. Amazing. Sounds wonderful. Thank you so much. On that note, would you play a little more game with me? Okay, another. I thought yeah. this was the game. No, we'll do one more. Okay, alright. Yeah. Cool. Alright, so that takes us to another segment which is called Take 5.
So, Mani, you know, in this game, what we're going to do, I'm going to give you five adjectives related to success. Okay. Okay, now, of course, everybody defines success yeah. differently. So, I want you to give me, for each of these adjectives, what is the first person, thought, idea, philosophy that comes to your mind? Okay. Okay? All right. And the person can be a celebrity, a known person, or can be somebody you, you know personally in okay. your life. Okay. Sure. So, the first word is resourceful. Priyanka Chopra. <laughs> I admire the lady, whether you're a fan or not, but I think she's doing well, really. Okay. <laughs> All right. Compassionate. My dad. Right. Disciplined. Two people come to my mind if I have to think of, uh, you know, but I would say Mr. Bachchan. Mm, he is. There is no doubt Amazing. about that. He doesn't need it's to... It's the third Bachchan fan I've had on this show. <laughs> so, but he's amazing. You're it's, right. Forget his body of work. It's the spirit that drives him in yes. this age, despite all the issues, the health issues. You know, I just look up to him through that. I'm like, sometimes when I feel lethargic, I'm like, Mr. Bachchan is working hard. Right. And, you yeah, know, and yeah. he's an inspiration, honestly. Amazing. Okay. Spiritual. Awakening. Okay. Limitlessness. Okay, fair enough. Giving is receiving. Fantastic, fantastic. Okay, I'm sure you, since you've mentioned all about Akashic Records and reading and stuff, okay. I'm quite sure that our audiences want to get a flavor of what this reading is like. So we're going to move into our next segment, which is called Show Them What You Got. All right. So what you're going to do, Mani, since it's the month of July, mm -hmm. and I think it's also the zodiac for Leo, Leo right? So would you be okay to access Akashic Records and give a global reading or, you know, a group, group reading, reading for um, the sun sign Leo? Uh, yeah, why not? The only thing is I... In, in a group reading, which I also teach in my workshops when people come to learn, I would not be directly accessing Akashic Records because okay. that means accessing like millions and millions, you know, right. of Leo. In this, in a scenario like this, when I'm doing group readings like this, we ask the devas and the custodians of Akashic Records to, to give us a message. Okay, fair so enough. So the Akashic realm does open up, right. but it, the message comes uh, for the entire group that we are targeting. Okay, so let's look at Mumbai. Can we? All the people in Bombay, what's who are Leos? What's the message? Yeah, for them? just general Leo population. If there's a message, okay. Or can we do it, India? Can we do yeah, India? India. Let's India, do we can India. Do. All right, yeah. let's do India. Yeah. Okay, so should I do like a little process? Because sure, sure. A process. You, you take your time, you okay. do it your way. So the way it works is I'll just close my eyes and I'm now going to invoke the devas and the custodians of the Akashic Records of the Cosmic Realm Library. And once... I know that they are presenting themselves. I would now request them to impart us message that they seem pertinent and relevant enough for people born in Leo zodiac sign, that is the English sign of Leo, in English zodiac. If there's any message that can be imparted to the Leos in India that can inspire them to move forward, onto their highest and greatest destiny and fulfill their highest and greatest life purpose. So I'll now wait for the answer. 
okay the message that comes through me right now for the leos in india ask them to be less money oriented at the moment and to focus on the higher good higher good of the family higher good for their own and higher good of the community because leos have the potential they're born with leadership skills so they're born with the skills to undertake leadership roles in the community in the in the cities in the countries and they can they have the potential to lead through example so ask them so basically the leos are being asked to focus on social causes that are calling them focus less on the material good uh, material uh, attainments and material success uh, taking up leadership roles and also taking care of themselves some right. health issues right wow amazing i'm sure that after watching this segment a lot of people want to get in touch with you and get their zodiacs read or their specific sure. <laughs> date of births read so we go into our next segment called the social connect so money i'm quite sure that people want to read uh you know want to know about their zodiac and i also think they'll probably want to know about their specific date of births and okay. their family life so if somebody wanted to connect with you to get a one on one reading done uh what would be the best way for them to connect with you uh i do a lot of online sessions like a lot of my clients are based in europe and us and all so i do a lot of a uh, lot of sessions through skype whatsapp facebook uh my facebook uh, page my public page is pretty active so it's a money goel author you can even connect with me on my facebook personal profile that is money goel hilo um through instagram i also do a lot of live videos on youtube and facebook so they can connect with me there as well awesome lovely that's amazing so tell me would you can i just stump you with like a little offer here like sure. i mean that i'm wanting to ask you if you'll give us okay yeah sure. so um when the video uh, people are watching this video if they want to know about their zodiac only zodiac nothing yeah. specific yeah. can they type in the comment section and would you be happy to do a live reading for all the zodiacs who type in yeah sure yeah you yeah. can sure awesome lovely thank you so much thank and you that'll be a pleasure anyways i do a lot of live readings on my facebook so oh lovely so but this one you're going to do for me and my audiences like a private reading pleasure yeah. privilege okay <laughs> thank you so much and thank you for being on the show money here's a little invincibles with nitika bell trophy oh being you. given to you in appreciation recognition of your incredible journey that you've made especially from a normal girl into a healer and a spiritual guide thank you so much for being on the show thank you so much nidika pleasure and privilege to be here and thank you everyone who's watching this show definitely tell us how did you like money's story and put in your likes and comments and of course don't forget to put your zodiac sign in the comments if you want money to give you a live reading and definitely share this video with as many people as you can because you don't know who may be suffering and who may get some takeaways from this video and money may be able to help them in their life to fight whatever it is that they're dealing with 
Thank you so much for watching. Please do subscribe to my Facebook page and also to Money's Facebook page. The links will be there in the post copy. Thank you so much and stay tuned for the very next episode of The Invincibles with Nidika Behel.